Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Featured Anime Podcast. I'm your host, Jack. <laughs> and I'm Rick. And today we're talking about Tokyo Ghoul Re, uh, technically season one and two. Uh, nah, are you sure it's not three and four? Uh, see, Tokyo Ghoul Re season one, Tokyo Ghoul season two. Because technically oh. it's, yeah, it was, it's its own oh. entity, as if that's not confusing enough. Um, oh. So uh, season one came out in 2018, April Ran all the way through June 2018 and season two of Tokyo Ghoul re ran from October 2018 through December 2018. Uh, I made the mistake of thinking it was all 24 episodes were one season because uh, that's Ooh. how uh, it was, per, you know, served was, to me via Funimation. Yeah. So I made that assumption and I've ran with it. <laughs> and, um, Scared me the last two days. Hey, did you watch all 24? episodes i'm sorry one more time Tw- 24 yeah 24. i was under the impression it was about half that <laughs> no okay i mean like that was your opportunity to say no it's only 12 well, I, I assumed you were right and i'm like you know what maybe i just made a mistake i'm the idiot here <laughs> no 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 i i was the one that was wrong no you just liked it so much you're like i'm gonna trick him we're gonna do the entire thing this t- today yeah oh yeah yeah, I totally killed myself for no reason. <laughs> I, I was under the impression it was 12. And then by the time I finished 12, I was like, episode 13. I was like, oh, shit. Um, <laughs> just, here we are Friday night. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, man. So, yeah, uh, the genres for it are action, psychological, supernatural, mystery, drama, horror and setting. And that goes for both of them. And the studio form is uh studio period plus and then uh marvelous and tc entertainment for their producers mm-hmm. uh it's also has the same director so it's the same people same everything all the way across thank god for that so there was really no change just in the fact that one was a little bit more tame season one was definitely mm. a lot more tame than season two season one was uh, yes tame However, I felt like season one was a bit more convoluted, I guess. It gave me way more answers than it answered. Um, And I don't feel like it ever was completely resolved. They assumed that we would go along with it, I guess. I mean, like, that's kind of how it was portrayed to me. So you have Hase, who is obviously, who is obviously, when you're watching it, (laughs) uh, Kaneki Ken, who just happened lose his mind or his memories and they never explicitly say or show how it's done. They kind of like give you like glimpses of a fight, but that's about it. There's like no real clarification on it. And so I actually have a little point to that later on. You see Carnegie and the, the one eyed King eventually as she's come to know, or the white reaper, 
as they know him, um, fighting. And his, um, I forget what they're called, his weapon mm-hmm. pierces his forehead. Right. And so, so I thought maybe that was what was his mind changing thing. Right. And that's what I was thinking too, but it, it showed it in a way that it was more along the lines of them sparring or something like that. And mm, okay. And it wasn't done at the point to where he was giving himself up, which is when I would assume that trauma would have taken place. Mm, that early in his life, I can see. That makes sense. But what's what's really interesting is um, you don't know the full length of time that actually passes in between Tokyo Rude oh, A. That annoyed me so and, hard. And Tokyo Re. Uh, they reference it, and, and you can tell it's been years. And if you watch the end of Tokyo Route A or Season 2, Tokyo Ghoul Season mm-hmm. 2, uh, however you want to classify it, you know time has gone by, and you know that it's been at least four or five years, from, or at least five years, and I think they've referenced five years a couple of times. They referenced, uh, if, so if memory serves, in Episode 1, they referenced five years, two times, and they referenced two years, only one time. Right. And the reason why I say, and I'm pretty sure it's the five-year mark, and I'm not sure why the two-year mark was referenced, uh, is because uh, Toka is now in charge of her cafe. And you see that at the end of Tokyo Route A, or the second se- season of Tokyo Ghoul. Um, mm-hmm. You see her much more old, much older, more mature. And her still r- in her face. Yeah, but running her own cafe. Yeah, she like took over ownership. Different spot, different cafe, but basically. Um, one of the the other things too, and and I'll probably have to read the manga to get this clarification. Is they never show they showed the manager alive at the end of of Tokyo Ghoul Route A, but at no point was he ever referenced, talked to, or anything like that in the in these two seasons. I feel like he died. I feel like he did pass on, and there was no. No saving him, essentially. So why need to reference him, except when you're talking about um, his child? Now, I know the answer, but did you ever think that his child was a boy? Uh, I thought they purposely left it ambiguous. Because mm, it came up. I think it came up as ambiguous to shock people to be like, no, it was a girl the entire time. And not just any girl, but the author that Carnegie likes. Carnegie, so, yeah. Carnegie, yeah. And I thought that was so cool how they they fit everything in. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's one of the things that I actually really enjoyed about this too. Is they they definitely took the time to to make it mesh together well and, mm-hmm. and to to really tie in or or lace in those those uh first uh first uh thoughts or 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 pieces of information that you got. So like we were told that uh Kuzin or not Kuzin, sorry, the manager who used to be called mm-hmm. Kuzin, uh, his child was the one-eyed ghoul. And then they referenced that again. And I like that they referenced it again, except in greater detail that she, Edo, was actually a very rare case. And normally it's their born human and they just age a lot faster and they have a little bit more than normal strength and then that's it the way i understood it is if you have a candle right and let's say you were born you were born 
from one parent being a ghoul and one parent being a human, and I was born just a regular human, we're both given a candle with the same amount of wax. Yours is just fatter with a faster fuse. So yours is more sturdy and stronger, whereas mine will last longer. So the ghouls that were born in that union, they aged much faster, but they, they were stronger. All of their abilities were enhanced. Yeah. That's actually a really great, great way to say it because that's, that's how it was spelled with the exception of the manager's daughter, her being the rare exception to the rule. Yeah. And she's they even a super powerful ghoul. It makes you wonder, were they trying for an owl? Because most of the time what will happen is if, so at the very be in the season one, the shop owner was saying that you don't get a viable offspring. You get a corpse, which makes sense because he's talking about how much you would, uh, how, how fast you would die. You'd have a much shorter lifespan. Didn't mention anything about being a super soldier. Perhaps right. this ruling faction was trying to mass manufacture super soldiers because Maybe. they don't care about humans. Right. And, and if you just so happen to come out super strong like the owl, bonus. So, and that's that's kind of the other thing, right? It's, I, I think what's really, really unique or, or interesting is that they they referenced it as a whole and they kept referencing it. Not just the one-eyed ghouls, not just the 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 points in between, but they, they referenced when the creation of them and mm. they also tied in. So you have a uh, Nishio, I believe is his name. His, uh, What's his he look like uh, the guy with the glasses, very first beginning of uh episode. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He kept saying, I'm dying. I'm dying. I'm dying. Uh, <laughs> yeah. They didn't die. He didn't die. What's, uh, what's great is they basically made a call back to that when Hase or Ken sees him again and does the same thing. He just kind of says it like, melancholy his memory yeah melancholy like like i'm dying i'm dying i'm dying <laughs> and just like he's just looks at him like almost dead deadpan and just like yeah you're just irreparable Irre <laughs> been there and the irredeemable that. yeah irredeemable like this is nothing new blah 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 so and they also and and one thing that i found really really cool is everyone that you thought died was brought back almost like three episodes into it four episodes into it and you're like that well what what the hell just happened to I me? Mean, like I thought they died. Yeah, I was happy but sad at the same time because it didn't. Any decision made because of the death of so and so seemed cheapened with that knowledge afterwards. You know, like yeah. you didn't have to sacrifice yourself because they weren't going to die anyway. Right, and like I can get why it also comes across like that too, simply because. Um, they, they do come back, but they don't come back the way that you're expecting, at least for a majority of them. Understandable. One of the things that annoyed me about Kaneki, 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 I don't know. You can just call him Ken. Ken. <laughs> no, I can't do that. Cause all I can think of is Kanichi. Um, yeah. Anyway. So the thing that annoyed me about Kaneki was his appearance kept changing. And the the only other ghoul we knew of that was changing was the owl. He changed later in life. So with everyone changing now, it just seemed like it was, I don't know, a rite of passage, uh, puberty, if you will. Like it made no sense. Right. And, and they kind of gave you the progression for his change to with his hair. So at the start of basically episode one, uh, his hair has is white, but it has some brown. And as the series goes on, as the season goes on, 
it gets darker and darker and darker and darker and less white. And makes sense. By the time you're at the end of season one for Tokyo Ghoul Re, it is completely black and his personality changes. And you can see that there's like conflict and personality. And the same thing when it goes into to season two, it's he's got this very, very different personality and it's changes all the way through. Like, like he's conflicted with his own personalities, trying to discover who he is amongst everything, all the, all the circumstances, all the traumas and everything like that. He's trying to come to terms with who he actually is. It, they did mention it was a psychological thriller and most of the, the, the psychological part is in his head. Yeah. Cause you were right. He was going crazy because he was, he was cannibalizing his own people essentially. However, in doing so, it made him unbelievably strong, not because he was killing people and taking their lives, but because the, the quality, I would say the quality of the food he was eating uh, was a higher, um, what they call an RR something or other. Uh, I forget what the, the exact classification of it was. But what's interesting is that you find out that he's actually not the only one that's done this. And you find out uh, one of the other characters and they make the reference. I forget the name of it. But they they reference it, so you lose your sanity, but you end up getting a lot of power in place of it. Too is is what I'm basically getting from it, from what I understand. It was uh, for the Anagiri tree. Basically, the the guy that was there had that like weird red looking mask. He yeah. made that re- they made the reference saying that he was that, which basically they were saying that that's what Kaniki was trying to become by eating other ghouls. Okay, I can understand the logic. Knowing what I know, that makes no sense. Right. But I understand that the, the, the logic that you'd have to go through to, a, to achieve that. I'm just surprised with a team of what I could only imagine are experts that would fool you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because the CCG is comprised of nothing but people who want to destroy ghouls. They research it. They fight, obviously. They, they sleep it over there at sometimes, I'm sure. But they just show, I don't know, they, they show some form of competence in their practice. But when you bring it to the real world, they're useless. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. But at the same time, I mean, like, and, and you find this out just episodes, like maybe two or three episodes into season two of Tokyo Ghoul Re, that there's more than just humans in there. There's actually ghouls and it's ghouls going all the way up to the very top. Well, the ghouls are actually ruling the class. The thing that kind of got me, it was the hypocrisy. They felt that the world wasn't, I don't know. They wanted to get rid of ghouls, but only the low class ones. They wanted to stay top of the line. And if you were related to me or if you were part of my family, you get to live, but everybody else must die because you're taking up valuable resources that I could be eating. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I mean, like. The hierarchy or, or the mentality or 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 the viewpoints behind it, it just kind of left me wanting, left me yearning for more answers, you know? Like a lot of season one did. Right. And I I get the sentiment that they were trying their best to really try and, and wrap it up and close it all up as nicely as they did. And they did. They gave it a, a ending. <laughs> to I mean to say. I mean unsatisfactory as it was. I'll, was, I'll admit to it, but it was an ending, uh, but it left me with more questions than anything else. And like you, you basically, it felt, especially in the set, basically the second half of Tokyo Ghoul Re, 
or Tokyo Ghoul season three, season two, uh, it left me with more questions than anything else. So, you know, it's like season one ends. It's like, all right, well, Ken basically is gone through another transformation. He's basically the one eyed ghoul again type of thing. He's like very kind of kind of emotionally dead, only more ruthless, more calculated. I would, I would guess. Um, and they show or reference more people that would be technically be a part of the, the team that he was in charge of mm-hmm. the quince or something like that. Yeah. Quincy's and they don't reference who they are. And then also at the end of season one, they show the body of one of them after they died being taken away, but nothing's ever done. And they just reference him being found later on and then getting buried. And it's like there was no purpose for it. They don't talk about it. No. And it just, it left me with more questions than anything else. And if anything, I mean, like it did help show that you can basically, I'm going to use air quotes here, level up mm. your, uh, your, your, basically your kunai, uh, kagane, whatever your, your power, you can level yeah, it up okay. and, and yeah. And get it stronger. But see, that would indicate that the owl, the first one, the dude, when he was growing up through his life and his Quinque changed and whatnot, he was able to maintain that to be the owl later on. And then eventually somebody else became the owl and just dwarfed his ability. Right, because and he didn't season, continue on to build it or anything like that. Um, in season three and, and, and four, I guess is what you call it, or season one and two, it, they didn't seem like they kept naming a bunch of other ghouls as um, as the owl. You know what I mean? And you're like, you can't have that many owls. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. So like when they go, it's like a, they go to the island, which is like made this jump between Tokyo Ghoul season one, Tokyo Ghoul re season two, all the more jarring is that they start referencing other people as owls or, or something like that. And then you see an entire wall of may of man-made ghouls all called owls. Yeah. But whose side was the doctor on? Uh, the doctor was on his own side. And and yeah, the reason I, I, the reason why I say that he's he was on his own side is because he basically the the Argeti tree or whatever, mm-hmm. um, they basically didn't care. They just wanted an army of strong ghouls to be able to go out there and do their bidding. And he mm-hmm. was being allowed to go through and do the experimentation to basically do that. And so like, it's like kind of like the ends justify the means for him. And he is basic. He's basically, um, what is, what is the term? Psychotic. Yeah. We'll go with that. (laughs) Deranged. Yeah. But what's also interesting and going back to, uh, Nishi, Nishi, I'm just going to call him Nishi because I can't remember his real name or anything else. Okay. Uh, the guy that's kept saying, I'm dying, I'm dying, I'm dying. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, his girlfriend goes to work with the with him from season from yeah. from Tokyo Google. She goes and uh, the reason why she does and she she says the reason why she does is because she wants to help people in general, but she also wanted to find a way to be able to make it so that way she could be with him because she she does. She ultimately she still loves him. Yeah. And it's frustrating. I I I keep saying I don't know and it's cuz I genuinely don't. Season 1, I guess. Ah, that's going to be so weird. Part one of season three. I like that better. Part <laughs> one of season three. 
is just so convoluted and just so I didn't like it at all. Like I told you this before, I got through like the first five episodes, three. I'm being generous at five. I got through the first three episodes and just called it quits because the first three episodes, you don't know who Connie is. You just switched main characters and it sucked. And I was like, okay, maybe the time lapse, we're going to come across a super duper, you know, dangerous person who happens to be Connie. And we had a discussion or dispute, if you will, of his friend dying or living at the very end. I felt like he lived. You felt like he died. And come to find out, uh, it's, I mean, ultimately he lived, but it was a combination of both, I feel, because what ends up happening is, uh, what ends up happening is it just has to wear a mask and he's just deformed, you know? Right. You were right in that his, uh, his friend was actually still alive. And I'm glad that, that they showed him, you know, that he was alive and everything like that. But not just that he was alive, but he never stopped helping. Exactly. That, that was, so we were talking before about how this reminded us of certain anime in, in specific um, instances, let's call it not in its entirety, but like certain aspects. And this was a hundred percent. Like it sucked. It, It made you tear up. It made you like feel like, this is what I wanted so bad. Like, um, your line, April, for instance, made you cry. Didn't want, <laughs> you really didn't want to cry, but you just didn't have a choice in that one. If you haven't watched it, I highly recommend it. We did a review over it. I think it was one of our first ones. Um, yeah. It's uh, one of our earlier episodes, uh, very early episodes, <laughs> less refined. Very. Um, it was uh, back when we were still called a uh, feudal. <laughs> we, oh God. Yeah, and, and instead of rating it one to 10 numbers, we, uh, we rated faps. It was like <laughs> in, uh, in increments of five. Too. Yeah, so it was like yeah. five, was two, like two and a half, two or three quarters, faps. you know? So it was like all over the place. It was just, uh, uh, so cringy. Well, we'll definitely yeah. have to go, go, go back and redo some of those <laughs> just, just to get, anyway, get some new pa- part of what I did not like. I, I liked the fact that they brought him back. I liked the fact that they, it was a meaningful relationship. It was a meaningful reunion and he wasn't a stagnant character. And he seemed to be a character that uh, until he was revealed was a very mysterious, powerful character only to find out, no, it's just a regular human who got his world rocked and he was doing everything he can to essentially be a mastermind and the the dude is smart like i i'm putting the pieces together as i'm talking to you right now but do you remember uh in there was a few episodes where uh one of the main characters was playing chess in the very beginning Vaguely. i feel like he I, I feel like he was playing it was just like one move like a smack on the table and then it was supposed to be like checkmate or something like that yeah that was, that was supposed to signify it i feel like he was playing against his best friend because who if you if you took him out of the equation, nothing would fall into place. Like he was the one behind the scenes and in, in the forefront, just moving people, positioning people, trusting his friend would come back to him. Yeah, yeah. Actually, that's uh, that's it right there. I honestly can't think of anything other than that. You know, I mean, it's it's it. it I mean, like that's true true to the word of how his friend was, which is great. I mean, like honestly, it's it's 
great that they actually did that and had that kind of persona or person there in his life. And in general, in the background scene, kind of making everything come together. He's basically been the constant all the way through. And when he, it's not that they showed him dying or anything like that. And then him coming back and cheapening it. It's, he was mortally injured. He was gravely injured and he came back and he was not doing that well. No. when he when they finally showed him again it's not like hey everything's okay cool thumbs up yay team woohoo no he was missing part of his face couldn't talk like he was he was a wreck yeah now what i will say the thing that they threw me off with that i kind of feel like didn't necessarily cheapen his return but it was it was a jab that i did not appreciate after finding out that he was alive conaghy was going through some stuff where he was about to die and his friend showed up and he's like, I trust you're not going to die. You're not ready to. I'm not ready for you to. So get back up. Do your thing. You can do this. I have faith in you. And you're like, he was at heaven's door. And that's why he saw his friend there. Only to find out, no, he was crazy going through some stuff. And he motivated himself. Yeah. He used his friend's optimism to convince himself that he can do it. Yep. 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 I mean, he did. <laughs> so obviously he could have. But it worked out, but yeah, the thing I really did not like and the thing I felt that about bringing everybody back and cheapening emotion, if you will, they brought too many people back. The consequences of the actions just disappeared. And this goes so far as like everyone. And as far as the time skip goes, I, I have a feeling I've got a feeling uh, that it was about a two and a half year window because that's as long as he was mentoring those other kids. It was probably closer to five because it took some time to brainwash him, I'm sure. But in that time, all of the main characters, the big bads that you were encountering before turned out to like disappear and come back later. Yeah. Well, the, uh, again, the reason why I'm saying five is because the college college deal. Fair, 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 fair. Um, what? One last point of contention I have. How many ghouls can one ghoul make if you transplant parts into other people? Right. And this is why I was saying that Riza was still alive and her body was constantly being used to make these other ghouls. Bro. No, food for thought. We'll have to to read the the manga on, on that to maybe get some no. final clarification. No, 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 no. Hold up. Hold up. What you're I've been saying the whole time that she was she's been alive. See, and that that I I thought maybe you meant like alive mentally in his head. No. But you were you were saying that like all they did was take her like guts out of her stomach that she could obviously regenerate. Yes. And she so was being that- kept alive by uh Dr. Kona and Dude. was using her parts to create others. This was further advanced when uh she was when the two sisters twins were created and then even more so in Tokyo Ghoul Re when others had those exact same powers. Dude. So didn't even see that side coming. That's smart. That's smart. And it plays into the ending too. I'm sure. So, all right. There's a lot that goes on in the show. There, there really, honestly, there's so much that goes on in this, in the in the two seasons. It's a lot to really try and break down. Um, I personally feel like they could have condensed it into one because they backloaded so hard 
They did. They finished so many stories in in each of the ending episodes in episode in season uh, season three part two. Yeah. And if they'd have just spaced it out just just a, a hair, I feel it would have been a more fluid story rather than being like, "Who is this again? Why am I supposed to care?" And by the time their scene is done, you're like, "Oh, that's who that was." Yeah, At least that's how I felt. No, I, I I get exactly how you feel. Like I understand, and I I feel like maybe the first half of the season could have been just like really really condensed of Tokyo Gold Re for that reason. I mean, like you didn't need to have twelve full episodes of him doing self discovery. Basically, is what it was. True. Yeah, that makes sense. But I mean, like, I, I also understand that they needed to build up a lot of context and everything like that. But it just felt like they went from a psychological drama to a more happy-go-lucky, happy, oh, really? not so horror-esque type feel for a majority of it. Okay, so less, so less horror, more gore. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. I mean, like they they kind of like tapped at the gore slash horror type thing of it but like how especially how the ending theme was for for it it mm. just definitely gave that like oh we're just kind of like going along this is our daily job blah 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 type of feel of it type thing and yeah. it was like well you know is it though <laughs> i mean i mean so anyways i don't know I, I i honestly don't have too much more i could really say on that the only thing i can say uh, to add everything here is I'm happy it was 24 episodes and not 12. Yes. Only because if I only watched the first 12, I would never have watched the following season. Yeah. So what you're saying, it's a good thing that we watched all 24 at one go. It's a good thing you made a mistake and I believed you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. All right. So on a scale of up to 10, sir, how would you rate this? Mm. I'm going to have to give it more than one score. And hear me out. I'm going to give it an overall series score. Well, I was thinking that we uh, could break up season one, season two separately. So season one, give that a score and then season two is a score. Uh, because I mean, like they're basically two entirely different seasons. What would you score it as? Low, super low, maybe like a four. Okay. And my reason for being a four is it just, it did not feel flow or, or visually make me happy okay like it, too many problems no idea who the main character was and the way that they did it before he was a cold-blooded killer and they turned him into a kid <laughs> no yeah so yeah no so season three part one i'm giving it like a four season three part two standalones i'm giving that one a six because the feel-good stuff happened there okay overall i'm gonna settle on a five I'm glad I watched it. Not going to rewatch it. Tokyo Ghoul season uh, one of Tokyo Ghoul re. I'm going to give that one a. I'm also going to give that one a four. And then Tokyo Ghoul season two. Uh, I'm going to give that one. I'm going to give that one a five. Okay. Why? Uh, the reason why I'm giving it a five is because I was left with a hell of a lot more questions than anything else. Like, what the hell did I just. What did I just watch? The ending just made me feel really used. <laughs> it's like used used it's like wait what and 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 the rapid the insane breakneck speed rapid progression for it just really see you call it progression i call I, the way i saw it was rapid resolution you know what i mean it felt like they were just trying to close the story out do you disagree uh, well no i mean like they were trying to close it out for that hmm. 
for that uh for for obvious reasons. I mean, like they were done. Yeah. Uh, but I okay. I I call it progression because there were like things like let's introduce this now let's re- now let's give this a resolution or let's introduce this by the way guess what <laughs> yeah story to a side story to the main story right and it just it it, it I, I didn't I didn't enjoy it and uh-huh. and it and also on top of that it's like you had this weird conversation between between Toka and Ken where she just like randomly asks him, "Hey, are you still a virgin?" It's like, yeah. what was the point of this? Like, <laughs> and like goes, why? And then she goes, "I can help you with that if you need." Who said he needed help? Maybe it's his choice. <laughs> well, I, Maybe I don't he's think got she, other things on his mind. I, I think what she said is is it's not. I can help you with that. Is I will let you if you want. It's like hint, hint, wink, wink. And yeah, and no. I'm I'm glad that they kind of reference like how you were looking at me when you came into the cafe is how you looked at Riza yeah. and I loved that because yeah, he couldn't it, it take his yeah and he couldn't take his eyes off her because he obviously was in love with her and he he started and you could tell that like season one Tokyo Ghoul that he was falling in love with her that he was developing those feelings for her and that was basically brought to a resolution at the end of season one and everything he was doing was for her in season two. And it was just like a round throwback resolution for it all, which was great. I enjoyed it, but it felt like out of place how, how it was introduced. Yeah. So that I, that's why I got it. It, it. it is a good show. The second Tokyo Ghoul re season two is good in general, but mm, I can shoehorned in exact. A lot of it felt like it was shoehorned. Understandable. That's all the time that we actually have for today. If you enjoyed this week's choice, any other choices or anything like, oh, you know what? I'm sorry. Totally bypassed you, sir. What is your choice for next week? <laughs> there is no show next week. Jokes yeah, on you. <laughs> we just did two of them. Um, uh, I'm so sorry. That's I, okay. I am so sorry. I totally, totally blew past it. So uh-huh. what are we watching? No, you you were like, you know what? 24 episodes, good for two weeks. We're solid. Um, <laughs> so my next choice is going to be the pajama pajamas. Uh, little Nemo. Yeah, little Nemo in the Dream Town or whatever you call it. The the, uh, the little Nemo adventures in Slumberland is what it is. Yes, little Nemo adventures in Slumberland. I'm Which is a movie. It, it is indeed a movie. A movie that was amazing for my childhood. Unfortunately, I never found the name of it. And apparently, I'm not good at searching for stuff. Because when when I'm over here, like, it's been years and I have no idea. And the only thing I can go off of is pajama, pajama. A quick Google search. <sighs> but Jack over here. And all of a sudden, it pops <laughs> up like magic. It works, right? Uh-huh. That's all that matters. It's a yeah. it's a movie that aired in 1989. It's an hour and a half long, and it's a genres are adventure fantasy. So that'll be interesting. Yeah, I would even go so far as a slice of life, but you know that's my life, not yours. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, now for real, that's all the time that we have for today. If you like this week's choice, uh, or any of the past choices, or anything like that, if you feel like we missed something. 
got something right, got something wrong, anything like that, feel free to let us know, contact us, leave us a rating or review. That also does help us out. It's very much appreciated. Uh, you can reach out to us, featured anime podcast at gmail.com, at those anime guys on Twitter, featured anime podcast on Facebook. And we're also always active in our Discord. Uh, link for that's going to be in the show notes or the description. Uh, please don't forget to subscribe wherever you happen to consume this. It really does help us out. And we do have a Patreon. A dollar a month gets you access to some bonus content. We do talk about the show, talk about other things. Even before we actually hit record, we continue to talk even after we, we're, we're done with the show. <laughs> All that content will be available to you for a dollar a month. Um, And until next time, I'm Jack. Hopefully you don't forget me like Jack did. I'm Rick. (laughs) We'll see you next time. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.